My friend was afraid that his immaturity in college was going to put him in danger of losing the career he really felt called to pursue. But stealth providence stepped in and provided manna through a phone call with the dean of a school he had not even originally applied to. The phone call was manna, but so was his wife's suggestion at the last minute to apply. At the time, his wife's suggestion to call didn't look like manna. That's because it was stealth manna. And stealth manna is a stealth providence. It goes right under our radar, and it isn't until later that we see it as the provision of God. John Flavel, the great preacher in England during the 1600s, was often in danger of imprisonment and death. He, along with 2,500 other Puritan preachers, was excommunicated from the state church during the great ejection of 1662. These men refused to go along with the unbiblical teachings held by the state church of their day. As a result, they lost their livelihoods and their freedoms, and were continually persecuted. Of course, their families suffered along with them. In September 1684, Flavel was meeting with a group of friends for prayer when soldiers broke in. He managed to escape, but his dear friend William Jenkin was arrested and thrown in prison, where he died one year later. Such was the lot of many of those who continued to hold to the Bible in those days. Though he was never imprisoned or killed, Flavel experienced great hardship throughout his life. The powerful men of his day hated him so much that following his death, which was honored by many Christians throughout England, the government removed his epitaph from his tomb. If anyone could speak from experience on the providence of God, this man could. In his majestic book, The Mystery of Providence, Flavel began, The greatness of God is a glorious and unsearchable mystery. For the Lord Most High is terrible, He is a great King over all the earth. Psalm 47 verse 2 The condescension of the Most High God to men is also a profound mystery. Though the Lord be high, yet hath He respect unto the lowly. Psalm 138 verse 6 But when both these meet together, as they do in this scripture, they make up a matchless mystery. Here we find the Most High God performing all things for a poor distressed creature. It is a great support and solace of the saints in all the distresses that befall them here, that there is a wise spirit sitting in all the wheels of motion and governing the most eccentric creatures and their most pernicious designs. And indeed, it were not worthwhile to live in a world devoid of God and providence. Flavel was right. Life is not worth living in a world without God and providence. When you are in the wilderness and all of your supply lines are cut off, what in the world can you do to fight off fear, anxiety, and worry? The cure is thinking, pondering, and chewing deeply on the truths of providence. It is the best solution in the world for fighting fear and worry. It is the key to quieting your heart and experiencing His peace in the dark places of life. And when your eyes begin to see the truth of providence, you begin to realize that it's virtually on every page of the Bible. In this chapter, we are going to look at manna in light of God's great providence. For behind every provision of manna is the stealth hand of providence. If the children of Israel had had eyes to see, they would have realized just how all-encompassing God's provision was for them in the wilderness. For many Christians, providence has been a stealth doctrine they have not been taught or made aware of. That's why I call it stealth providence.
It has flown under the radar of so many Christians. But when you get it on your radar, you understand it as a continuous gift that flows from the hand of the Lord Jesus. He is the bread of life, and He upholds all things by the word of His power. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. Providence is a well-timed help. Or to put it another way, it is manna. It always shows up just in the nick of time. It was a detailed provision. God provided for every detail of the Israelites' needs. And there were so many details. Some were huge, and some were small. He provided deliverance at the Red Sea. He provided bread and water. He provided materials for their livelihood through the plundering of the Egyptians. So much material, they were able to build a tabernacle containing bronze and gold. He provided a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night, thus leading them as they wandered without man.